Dr. Beverly Wright, and welcome to Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Kevin Anyahwe and Chung Young Yu, and we're talking about developing and delivering quick data science projects. Thanks for being here, guys. Let's Thanks. start off with a quick question, which is, why are you so cool? Kevin, we'll start with you. <laughs> okay, so um, I think, why, why am I so cool? Uh, because of the fact that I find myself in a chemical engineering background, but most most of my drive or most of what pushes me is the urge to do business. So it's strange how I, I, I did chemical engineering in my undergraduate. I also decided to do uh, my graduate study in chemical engineering. Nice. But deep down, I just want to do business. So I'm in a different fight, but I want to actually be in another fight, gotcha. if that makes sense. Yeah, data, so, uh, there's data analysis either way. Mm -hmm. Great, I love it. And Chung Young, tell us, why are you so cool? Well, first of all, thank you for thinking me as a cool guy. <laughs> I think um, the reason I'm cool is the, the haircut I had last weekend. Um, <laughs> well, I'm from uh, originally from South Korea, and I came to the U.S. in 2019 um, to start my doctoral study in international business at Development School in the University of South Carolina. And um, I came across this great opportunity um, to participate in this competition, and then um, here I am. Thank awesome, you. awesome, absolutely. Great. Well, our topic today is about developing and delivering quick data science projects, which is something I got to tell y'all, it can be really tricky. Um, so some quick background about these two wonderful guests that we have. We were running something called Master Modeler Competition at University of South Carolina and Georgia Tech. And as you guys know, there were several teams that submitted work for round one. And then we got down to three teams from each fine institution. And these three teams per school, so the six teams total, competed for prize money to answer a business question that was fairly complex. And you guys actually won. And it was quite a tricky competition. This particular one happened to be about analyzing data to help uh, former foster children that age out not go homeless. And so it was um, a lot of hard work, I'm sure. So now that we have a better understanding of the parameters, the competition, the rules, help us understand what were some of those big struggles? I mean, you got thrown into a team together. You had to answer this question. What were some of the top struggles and challenges that you had with this competition? You want to go first? Yeah. Um, okay. The biggest challenges struggles uh, for us, well, first of all, first of the thing is um, that we had to finish this project within a very short time. Yes. Um, we are a full-time doctoral student, um, and then we had to, since we are participating, we had to um, secure our time to um, do our best, and um, two to three months, and being then um, in a very short time was um, can be a challenging. Yeah, I totally agree with him, you know. One of, the, like, you just mentioned the biggest challenge of all, you know, having to solve a so social business question within a gap of three months. 
not just within a gap of three months, being graduate students, you have studies, you have research, and you also have the competition yeah. to deal with. So it was a lot going on at the same time. Yes, so there's balance, really. What you're, I think what I'm hearing from both of you is that the number one challenge was mm -hmm. balancing your time. Yeah. Exactly. The, with it being so fast, now was there more to the speed than just balancing your time, though? Like, did it give you a certain sense of, like, pressure, you know, that oh, it's <laughs> got to be done at a certain time? Or what else was it about the speed or other top challenges that you had? Okay, uh, I will ha have to say this because it was also part of the challenges we came across. So this is a social um, work problem. Like, mm -hmm. this is like we are trying to solve human science it's just like human science now let me say from my own personal point of view being a chemical engineering um, student i am used to you know data from the lab you know like yes. science data now having to deal with human <laughs> science yes. data it was a different ball game interesting and <laughs> it's it's you know it's cra crazy how I was, I had to deal with a different field, different um, principle, different objective, and having to work with someone from a diverse um, background, you know, um, different field. He is in business school, he, I, I am African, he is Asian, you know, two wow. different vast background, like, <laughs> there yes. were a lot of things we were apart, but we Very had a way to make it make sense. Very different. That so was challenging, but it was fulfilling at the end of the day because yeah. we got the result. So, so far we have the speed itself and trying to balance everything, mm -hmm. the um, social human aspect of this, like it's, it's human data. And you mm -hmm. didn't really say it, Kevin, but I think I'm sensing a tinge of it really mattered because it was a nonprofit thing and it could save lives, you know, and that puts more kind of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, all new kind of data, all new kind of environment, um, collaborating with someone from a business background, very different than chemical engineering, and a clash of cultures, you know, the combination <laughs> is the coming together, which is one of the things I loved about your team. Um, what other types of top challenges, um, Changyong, would you say yeah. were present for this kind of quick yeah. Um, I think I can talk about the technical aspect, yes. uh, which is a lot of time bec when I was practicing, pr when I was practicing practicing myself, um, how to be understanding the logic of data science and you know, running the code myself. A lot of times I was given clean data set, but this time, and I think I'm sure a lot of people in the industry also has this um, issue of dealing with unclean data set. Yes. Yes. You gotta um, identify different sources of data set, uh, and then you know trying to merge it with the you know with uh, this data set, and then you gotta clean it. When you clean it, there's problem of missing data. How Absolutely. how are you going to like imputate these missing uh, missing values, and then um, making it available before right before the analysis? It that that was um, a challenge that I had to. 
Yeah, absolutely. Luther, we're going to hit pause for a second. We got to hit pause for a second. I'm sorry. There's someone at the door. It's our next guest. There's a water right there for you, Eric. Um, Chen Young and Kevin. Eric, y'all, I think I've met at the... Yeah. Cool. Should I work a change? I think so. He'll, he'll be able to tell you. Yeah. I think we're rolling. Did he hit pause? He, he should. He should have hit pause. Oh, one, y'all are doing great. The only thing I suggest <laughs> is move your chair a little bit that way so that the camera's not completely looking at you. I know it's kind of hard. <laughs> that's why I thought we would be more of a corner, so that you guys mm. are just in a V shape. Yeah. But that's okay. The studio is used to um, rappers, a lot of yeah, rappers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one I go to in Atlanta is um, an amazing rapper. I mean, they have like big names over there. Mm. Tell us when we're ready to restart. Or are we I rolling? just got it uh, running concurrent, so it could just cut them and then. Yeah, I understand. Instead of stopping the hour, it's going to crash. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so your mic is the thing who's on the other side of you. So you oh, he's not coming in with us. Oh, okay. He's, he's a separate interview. Okay. Yeah, he's a separate. Gotcha. Thank you, Doug. Alrighty. So let's see, we left off on the technical messy data. Okay. Whenever you're ready to restart, you want to wait for him or? Um, well, he won't be in the scene or in the sound. Yeah, okay, so, good. Yeah, you can, I just focus just on you guys. Okay, we're ready now? Okay. Okay, we're going back, Luther. Messy data. Wow, that's a great answer. Yeah. So one of the things that I impress on my students all the time and that I tell new team members or anybody working on a quick project is they're trying to skip over that part. They just they just want the data to be modeled right. <laughs> and so there's this tendency to just jump in and not have to do anything. But yeah. I bet that in the process of trying to analyze it, you're, you're realizing we can't just skip over that. We have mm-hmm. to deal with this messy data issue. That's a great answer. Are there other things that were particular? I mean, this is a big list of challenges, but are there other types of mm-hmm. big boulders that you had to pick up and move in order to make this happen in a quick way? Hey, you know, <laughs> this was this um, data contest was quick. Everything about it was challenging, you know, <laughs> like from getting a teammate, having to get the framework of your question. Oh, you the know, question. <laughs> it's, okay. It's it looked really simple and straightforward on the website. Like, okay, develop a model to for utilization of housing voucher. But the moment you dive in research, ah, you You realize it's very complicated. Many times we we tend to deviate from the quick question. Many times we find ourselves doing something else. Because of the data you come across, it tends to guide your path, but we always have to find way back to the right path. We don't want to end up answering a different question. Interesting. And I could remember you you reminded of, of that many times. I think you, you said it during the Zoom meeting. You made sure everyone knows, please don't deviate from the business question. Yeah. Please don't. So, so that, that was, was a hard, that was a hard <sighs> thing to remember. That was challenging. Just, okay. 
<laughs> that was yeah, in addition to that, I think um, uh, because we are dealing with the social issue, yes. there are um, there are practitioners who have been um, thinking about spending a lot of time to tackle this issue, thinking about this issue a lot. Yes, and and then we are we are here like um, to trying to develop a model, and then you know um, coming up with the um, suggestion results but even if we have the uh, you know some results it doesn't mean that that's very um, right we can, yes. you know. so I think um, knowing that um, our model our result um, can be wrong mm-hmm. is is very important yep. because we don't want to deliver the wrong message to the practitioner right who might you know change adopt, policy yeah, or yeah, adopt yeah. your insights yeah, yeah exactly yeah so this this is great so understanding like okay and this is another one that you guys didn't exactly say but i think what i'm hearing too is understanding the context like there was a lot of there were plenty of acronyms all over the place you know, hud and fyi and all this kind of stuff that you had to learn very quickly there was the context of mm-hmm. understanding how does foster care even work you know, mm-hmm. and, and having to grasp that immediately. Mm-hmm. There were the messy data problems. There were working with new people with different backgrounds and different cultures. Right. There was the business question that probably felt like it just kept slipping from your hand, you know, just, mm-hmm. and you kept having to go back and not veer away from that. So those were, those are really great top challenges. Mm-hmm. And not just for this competition, but in general, I find that data science teams have these same kinds of challenges when they have to get something done very quickly. This mm-hmm. is great. One more question before you give me some advice, because now we want to know how did you solve all this. <laughs> but what was one, just one surprising thing? Was there one thing that happened during the competition that you were like, I am really surprised by that? <laughs> uh, okay, so I think one of the most surprising thing that we came across during this contest was the fact that um, you can see disparity between your qualitative analysis mm-hmm. and your quantitative analysis. Mm-hmm. Like, you are trying to research the same thing, right? Like, we are trying to know why do housing author- authorities fail to adopt these vouchers? You go online, you search, you get um, papers from Congress, House of Rep, you know, people that have actually done this research. You find you find out the disparity between what you see from your research and what your data is telling you. So it's surprising because ideally it's meant to say the same because from qualitative analysis and numerical analysis mm-hmm. should be the same. But at the end of the day, I think that is also where data, that, that is one of the tasking things about data analysis because when you find that disparity between your qualitative analysis and your quantitative analysis, your job is to bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. To figure it out at least or explain it, yeah. Yeah, so some of the research you did, mm-hmm. these are by people that that study this issue mm-hmm. and that are policymakers and that you know research it all the time mm-hmm. and they're, they're you know there's this this information out there mm-hmm. but then you've got 
hard data that you know you where it came from and you know and if you see a difference between the two mm-hmm. that's probably surprising that is you gotta, surprising you gotta wrap your head around it yeah like how and why and, and what what mm-hmm. else is um what was a big surprise you know any kind of like wow how did, how did that happen i went i'm surprised by that um in addition to what kevin uh, mentioned uh within those quantitative data as well mm-hmm. there are so much um disaggregated data set all around the like place yes data i mean for this social issue we can think about different actors being involved um there's government hud uh, how department of u.s department of housing uh, and urban development who distribute this voucher there is um public housing authority there's child welfare agency wow. that has to coordinate with public housing authorities and there are individual level uh, former hosted youth and there are uh, landlords who will accept this or not right so there are data for every uh, different act um, different different levels of actor mm-hmm. and it's so um, not really in a way uh, really in a way that can work together to create a synergy or data analysts to uh, work on it. So, um, so I think that was uh, quite surprising to find out that in a real world, um, there are a lot of various levels of actors and um, it can be surprising to kind of find out that. They're uh, not talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, yeah. why are they not collaborating? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they're all collecting the same concept of data but it's different data yes, exactly. yeah isn't that shocking yeah it's, it's shocking i mean like they all each of them have their missions and yeah. they are um driven by this great need great um, um need to like uh, tackle this social issue yeah it's a they, passion yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they are all of them are passionate but they are kind of in a you know um, um not organized way right Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, and, you know, some, that reminds me, Chunyoung, that I was working on a project with a volunteer group. And the biggest argument I've ever seen in a professional setting was among three different agencies that were all three fighting human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, aren't you guys on the same page? Like, aren't you, you know, you would think that they're marching to the same drums. Yeah. But no, they were, they didn't, they wanted it done their way. And it was very interesting. So sometimes passion, you know, the passion for the cause can make it um, difficult. And yes. you don't understand the sources either. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't have visibility into all of that. So that can make it tricky. Mm-hmm. But I can see why that's definitely yeah. shocking. Uh, lastly, and this is where, you know, you guys can really help people <laughs> with this question, is um, what piece of advice mm-hmm. or a couple of pieces of advice is because what you guys did is, is really remarkable, especially mm-hmm. when you started talking about some of these challenges, Kevin, mm-hmm. with not just the, the challenges with the data and the business mm-hmm. question, and you know you were talking about the messiness of it all, mm-hmm. um, but the collaboration you know, with <laughs> yeah. each other and such different backgrounds and different mm-hmm. cultures even. It's, and oftentimes, we as data scientists are thrown into a situation where we have to get something done very fast. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you guys give to someone really trying to complete a data science project in a very condensed time frame? 
Okay, so um, first of all, I would say when you, like you you have a business question or a challenge, a data science pro project with a short time frame, I think one of the things you want to get right is to get your solution right. Like you want your answer to be correct at least. So I think the first thing that should you should be more concerned about and you should like it should be your priority is defining your question framework. Like mm -hmm. get the question clear. It might sound simple but it isn't. Yeah. Get your question clear and get a framework your approach don't just start collecting data all over the place you are giving yourself loads of work it will consume your time and you might end up not getting what you want get your question your problem statement defined and get a framework for your approach N know that okay this is what I'm trying to answer this is the data I need this is the research I have to make, mm -hmm. and this is the method I want to use to analyze this data. Got it. So that way, you put yourself in a small circle mm -hmm. and get it done. And get it done. So That's great. Okay, this is golden advice here. So I think I heard three main pieces. Mm -hmm. um, focus. You, you, when you first start, you might mm -hmm. be like, man, i got to have the perfect solution. Yeah. But you're saying focus less on the perfect solution and instead up front really understand your business question. Not lightly, but really deeply understand your business question and also develop a strong framework for your approach yeah. before you start going around looking for data. Don't for even sure. look at data at all <laughs> yet. So that's great advice. Focus less on the solution, more on the upfront business problem and your um, framework for your approach before you touch your data. Great advice, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I would advise in terms of technical aspect mm -hmm. um, to, I would advise to build, start, uh, actively seek for what's previously done. Yes. In a similar, in terms of similar project or what everybody has done, et cetera, rather than much time thinking about it on your own and then like trying to be you know starting from the scratch yes because these days if you look at you know if you go if you look at if you if you uh, search for online there is a great um, open source repository that you can um, build from for example there's github kettle and then um, there are you know other people who have done similar project um, even if it's not a similar project you can like replicate their code uh, which is in a typical multiple format and then you can uh, replicate yourself to um, you know learn the logic and then trying to think think yourself that uh, whether it can be uh, applied to your project or not if it is then you can um, copy the code because it's open, open source mm -hmm. and then you can make a tweak which should save a lot of time for you and then as you do that uh, as you follow those start steps if you um, stuck with some um, technical uh, difficulty, then 
you can always search for online mm -hmm. this um, step over flow which provide which are uh, there are a lot of people who are willing to answer your question so you can tackle that issue and um, you can always um, look for other data analytic competition projects yep. and then if you look if you look at that if you look for those kind of projects there are some um, final output by those other people which you can learn the um, process and the steps and right uh, best practice approach in terms of data analytics. So I'm, I'm really um, um, suggesting that you know um, start um, trying to um, build from uh, others' works. Yeah. Okay. Great. I love that. So what you're saying is don't reinvent the wheel. Um, and there were three main pieces that I heard. One is um, don't be afraid to do some extensive research. There, I mean, even if you could go to Google Scholar, something really simple, and look for articles that have been done, check Kaggle, check Katie Nuggets, like anything, just anywhere you might be able to find some kind of research that has already answered this type of question. Um, so secondly, uh, try to leverage existing models, existing code, existing frameworks, existing yes. processing processes. So don't be afraid to recycle some of what's already been done in a sense. And then thirdly, um, try reaching out to the community. You know, that there's a whole community of people that are trying to help. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially with a nonprofit cause that they may be able to help you. And so the doing that early research, leveraging what's out there already and um, benefiting from the community, that's great advice. That's great. That's thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well thank you again for joining us to let me get your names right. Kevin and Chang Young Yu of University of South Carolina, winners of Master Modeler Competition 2022. Thank you for talking to us again about developing and delivering a quick data science project. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. What do you think? You good? All right. Thank you.